We are talking some positive news for casino operators today, Caroline. That is at least casinos with that key Macau exposure, which has actually been, I'd say, a sort of point of contention over the last several years. But today is getting, I'd say, some positive speculation on the fact that China reportedly is signaling support for Hong Kong's plans to actually ease some of these COVID restrictions. And it actually, I think, puts into light the fact that the global economy is not yet healed from COVID. I mean, China still has been operating under this zero COVID policy for so long, given, of course, they still currently have some pretty major quarantine restrictions across the nation where you have to be in a hotel for what feels like a ridiculous amount of time. No wonder Macau has suffered. I mean, I think traveling right now to China seems like you'd have to take months and months off to be able to go and see the nation how you'd want to. So this is definitely not only positive news, I think, for the Macau casinos, but also positive news for what seems like the Chinese economy that has just been so crippled by these restrictions. Now, Wynn, as well as Las Vegas Sands, getting a nice lift today. We are starting to see some momentum fade a little bit, given the overall market. But I definitely encourage any sort of travel tourism news that seems to be headed in the right direction, because I always like to think it's just one step towards perhaps a more normalized economy in China and, of course, that key Macau region. Yeah, and we had President Biden say on 60 Minutes this week that the pandemic is over here, still dealing with a COVID problem. Uh, China certainly is still dealing with COVID lockdowns. So any news on that front certainly is positive in terms of just easing. You know, it, it, there's so much tied to it, not just, um, you know, the health of the Chinese economy, but also supply chain issues. And of course, these casino stocks with exposure to Macau. So we are seeing uh, win up 2.4% right now. Las Vegas Sands up eight tenths of a percent. Uh, Melco up almost four percent today on these hopes of a post-COVID recovery. Hong Kong is expected to change its COVID rules, including that mandatory hotel quarantine. According to the South China Morning Post, hotel quarantine will re be replaced with seven days of home health monitoring. Leaders in China, as you said, have been reportedly in agreement or shown support for these new rules from Hong Kong, although final changes won't be announced until all of the details have been announced or agreed upon, I should say. An announcement is expected, though, as soon as this week. Hong Kong's chief executive, John Lee, said he wants to create maximum room for the region to reconnect with the world, looking for an orderly opening up. Uh, so in turn, we are seeing these stocks higher today. And it might not just be limited to uh, Hong Kong. According to a Reuters report, China's government issued draft rules aimed at making it easier for some foreigners to enter China for visits to tourism sites along the Chinese border. Um, travel groups organized by tour agencies and border areas in China can choose their port of entry and exit flexibly now without giving specifics on uh, locations and dates, though. Of course, China shut down its borders because of COVID, didn't allow any foreign tourists. But now we've been seeing some signs of easing, but that hotel quarantine certainly uh, is still very much a sticking point. So it seems like there are signs at least moving in, in the, the right direction for reopening and certainly giving uh, these uh, casino stocks a boost today, despite the fact that reopening stocks in general, even the cruise lines, which were higher this morning, have turned negative. So the fact that these casino stocks are holding on to gains pretty positive today.
Yeah, and so, I mean, I also was kind of surprised to see that we're not seeing more strength across these Chinese stocks. Other names like Alibaba, Baidu aren't really getting the same lift today, which was a surprise to me. Now, those names have almost been met with their own regulatory challenges from the Chinese government, but definitely not broad strength across the board in these companies with Chinese exposure today. But I do think this news seems at least very important. Now, it won't be official until, of course, Chinese officials have agreed upon this, which could come as soon as this week from the reports that I'm reading. And I also didn't even realize that a lot of these casino operators were also still locked down this summer for two weeks in July as part of fresh COVID measures. So they have been dealing with weakness even as recent as July. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's still trickling into August and we're still feeling it now. But separately, reports have actually shown that Macau's gross gaming revenue is on track to jump 30% in the month of September. So that would be great news. Now, I, I'd say, relatively speaking, 30% from what? Because they've basically been operating under such tight conditions. So I'd like to know the comparisons there. But on a year-to-date basis, win down over 20%. Las Vegas Sands actually, though, positive for the year, which is astounding to me, again, given the fact that they were still hit in July. We're still seeing some weakness as of today, of course, given COVID restrictions in the nation. To me, that's just astounding. But tell us more what the analyst community is thinking, other than my own amazement that Las Vegas Sands is actually outperforming the overall market. Well, you mentioned that gross gaming revenue. Of course, the big question is what would, uh, what impact would Macau reopening have or the easing of some of these uh, restrictions have on that gross gaming revenue and how soon could we see it pop from it? You mentioned that 30% pop. To put that into perspective, UBS recently lowered its 2022 Macau uh, GGR forecast, now expects it to be down 82% compared to 2019 levels and sees 2023 gross gaming gaming revenue down 49% versus pre-pandemic levels. So still a long way to go to get back to those pre-pandemic levels where we've seen so many other areas of travel back to pre-pandemic levels, possibly even better. You know, I was chatting with Glenn Fogel over at Booking Holdings. He's the CEO there. He was saying hotel stays easily surpassing 2019 levels. So Macau still a long way to go. UBS does think, though, that Sands China, Las Vegas Sands, and Wynn Resorts all have enough liquidity to uh, to last, you know, for the next 12 to 15 months. So still well positioned despite this, this uh, tough GGR environment. But it's going to be a while, at least according to UBS, until these companies, these casinos are able to get back to those pre-pandemic levels. It does feel like this recovery sort of seems like it's taken a lot longer than what the street and a lot of analysts and investors were thinking. But any sort of step in the right direction is definitely welcome. Casino operators, of course, been hit. And I think we should almost ask our resident gambler, Oliver Rennick, who knows a lot more about Las Vegas, <laughs> at least in the United States, than I do. Because I believe from what he's noticed, things look like they're returning at a rapid pace, which is always encouraging for these companies, given, of course, they do have that United States exposure. So really interesting conversation. And also, I wanted to mention that as we are talking, we are seeing pretty much across the board, the four major indices now slip into fresh intraday lows. We are just seeing this sort of sell-off continue to unravel here, Caroline. And I just think right now, there's a lot of people holding their breath for tomorrow's announcement. I know I keep saying that, but right now, it's we're at least seeing from the four major indices that weakness is progressing on the day. 
You know, and I think that I'm a bit hesitant because if we do get a 75 basis point hike tomorrow, which is widely expected, and we see this market rally, I'm not sure that I would trust it because like we were talking about, there's so much hope that the Fed won't be as aggressive, but we are so far from that Fed 2% target in terms of inflation, uh, with the, especially with the latest CPI report. So, you know, the Fed is on a mission to keep hiking rates. And uh, I, I, would, I guess I would just be skeptical if we do see green arrows in response to uh, the Fed's movement at all tomorrow because of the fact that I think Jay Powell is going to be in hiking mode for quite some time. And I guess it, it's just at what point is it priced into this market. But then we have to start worrying about things like pricing a recession in, Jenny, if, in fact, we can't achieve that so-called soft landing that we, uh, you know, talk so much about on the network. So, yes, are seeing red arrows right now. I guess the big question will be what do we see tomorrow once the, uh, the Fed actually makes an announcement? And what does the Fed have to say about, you know, where they plan to go from here. I know, I, I couldn't agree more because I almost feel like what's happening is what happened last time where we did see those green arrows right after the Fed announcement and then the day following we saw a pretty brutal day of selling. So it does almost make you optimistic if we do see any sort of rally tomorrow ahead of that event or post event because it, what it feels like is the next day is really what we'll be sort of keeping our eyes on.